What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Pop Gospel Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad that you're here. I am your host for the evening, or I guess whatever time you're listening to this, Chad the Dad. You're the host always. That's right, always. At all hours of the day, I am the host. And with me, my co-host, Aaron Sexton. I'm bringing the dab back. Casey Winstead. I've been bringing it back. And my good friend, Josh Rhodes. The last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on my list. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's the best. That is the best. I don't know how I feel about you guys coming in with all these random (laughs) intros. I I feel like, have I missed something? Like, what happened I need to apologize for my intro last week because I listened to the... The podcast and it was afterwards. super hard. It was really hard. I need to apologize. I just came in so Chad's a moron. <laughs> I need to apologize for everything last week, apparently, because I just said you... way too much. And you know yeah, our producer, you know, was going to fire you. Apparently. I was cancer being my wife. <laughs> well, promise. Well, I'm not going to promise anything. Don't who, make any promises that you can't keep. Yeah, don't do that. I could keep them. I just might have to be quiet. You just have to tell me what we're talking about. If, well, it's, if it's things like terrible songs, whoa, 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 whoa. no control. No, no, no. Oh, the are you going to say it's a great song? No, the song didn't bring up any of that. I knew well, where you were going. Well, the Watermelon Sugar High did. That's what brought up one part of it. Well, yes. Your Connie story was all you, though. Damn. I don't even know where that came from. Nowhere. Uh, I don't either. Just, By the way, shout out to yeah, Connie Casey and the, the Post Holy Office. Spirit. <laughs> shout out to Connie. After I left here, I tried to find her on Facebook. I was like, I was like, what does she look like? Is that one of those things? You know, when you see people when you're younger, you're like, gosh, that guy was so tall, and then you meet him as an adult, and they were five four. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. never mind. Maybe she's not the smoke show that I thought she was. Now, granted, she's plus. 25 years or whatever and so that changes things but i was like i gotta know well i couldn't find her i'm like looking at my parents mutual friends i'm like where did you look under at u.s postal hook i don't think she's like the official spokesperson (laughs) (laughs) no i mean it's just her twitter handle it's like at usps Hook hand. I think that hook hand is her handle. Or would it be at USPS hooker? Get it? I don't know. Uh, see, <laughs> now that came from the mouth of Chad the dad, not Casey Winstead, like I promised. What did you I don't know that she, say that? I don't know that she was proud of it. I don't know. I don't think she was like, that's what I want to be known as. Bro, she could probably walk like an Egyptian so good. Yeah, except not when really. you change it, it's like, oh, still stuck. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't. It, a, it wasn't a hook like like a snake. It was more of like a sideways serpent, like a, and you didn't really notice. What? I, I don't know. It it, it wasn't like it it, it wasn't like <laughs> drumline. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't one of those. It was more of a, a subtle subtle swipe, like a like a. So Josh, what did you mean by your intro? Where did that come from? I don't know. I just thought it sounded clever. <laughs> so it, it was so good. So it wasn't like song lyrics or anything. You just I'm, nope. I never want just, to, just I never want to just things you, bouncing around inside my head. I don't. I don't but, think about what I'm anyway, say. Casey. I don't think about what I'm gonna say until Aaron says what he says. Mm. I don't play in any of this. Obviously, last week was a. 
precursor. I, I just I just want to say, you know, Stephanie had listened to the podcast for like the past three weeks. The and we is all y'all's wives are listening. We we just happened to be listening to it together uh, last week, so and special. we got to that point. We got to that point, and she was like, "Okay, turn it off." <laughs> oh, good so. thing we got to that point because she's about to hear your filth. <laughs> you read those lyrics, you know, with a smile on your face. I did. <laughs> no, my wife. <laughs> Was listening to the episode God. while she was working in her classroom at school. Oh, mama, with, we made it. With we it, were in with the it, with it turned up so that she could hear it anywhere that she was working in the room. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know what part we got Which to. Which I didn't because I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, I can't go back and rehear that. I was like, eh, we're just going to skip that episode. And she ran across the room. To turn it down, and thank goodness the only time the cleaning people like came into her room was during Aaron's ten minutes on Proverbs thirty-one, and so we were Come good. On. It's divine. We were good there. <laughs> They're like, "What are you listening to?" You're like, "Smut." <laughs> uh, oh man! I'm trying to fill this room up with bad stuff so COVID can't get in here. You know. But I'll tell you what. I, I learned a lot last week. A lot about I me. Did. I learned a lot about myself. I did. And it's no surprise that WAP is number one this week oh. on the Hot 100. I'm surprised. How can you listen to it? <laughs> I mean, just... like, it's it's not on the radio. Well, By the so, way. So it's blowing up on TikTok. And then, of course, on... Oh, we got videos? We got of, dance moves for that? Oh, all of the gosh. Uh, Spotify. And oh, and all, all the that. Netflix shows that are... Of course. So every week that. that I listen to the podcast... <laughs> Yikes. I always find the most underrated unheard joke of the episode it's something that <laughs> slips by yes that i don't notice was said uh or no one knows like you miss it because you're laughing or you miss yeah. it because you're thinking of something yeah. and recently since we've made an addition to the podcast he is always the most underrated unheard joke and that is josh rhodes and last week when he was reading the lyrics and was saying the word wop and then changed it to Whopper. I heard it in the truck <laughs> and died laughing. <laughs> See, I I loved he that said joke. Whopper and from I, Burger I, I was King. so disappointed. I was, like, <laughs> I was so disappointed when no one laughed when I said it. I guess you guys just didn't hear it. I was just so disgusted. No, Casey by what pointed you were it out that. when he said Whopper. You pointed it out, but you didn't laugh. It yeah, was but that more whole like subject had me in a it. bad mood. Yeah, Aaron did not respond well to the WAP conversation. <laughs> yeah, here we are talking about it. He again. started boiling inside. I, did. I look forward to podcasting and having fun and sharing some thoughts, and then we get on that stuff, and I'm just like, I want to burn the world down. Last well, week's Casey would have made a joke off the word thought. You, your thought, I would have gone to another thought, but we won't talk about that. So you know, that's the struggle with slang nowadays. Is uh -huh. There's just not a lot of things that you can say, not a lot of sentences you can string you together. You can't say sentences. I just learned something new about that word. I, I, I'm just glad oh, to know that like, Casey's mind got like, to, to the same have place to do with black did. people and how long they've been in prison sentences. Well, that's because you're you one in the same, people? Josh. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry. We're not making fun of people with disabilities on this podcast. No! Did you say blonde I or said, blonde? I said, does it have something to do with how long black 
people's prison oh. sentences. See, are. I thought he said black people, but I don't want to say black people. Oh, sentences. I was like, wait, what did that have to do with Look, thoughts? If math can be <laughs> racist, <laughs> then the word sentences can be racist, okay? I just literally picked a word that he said. I don't know that there's anything wrong about it. Well, there but probably we is. Could, we could maybe arrange that. To we, could, we could make that happen. I'm triggered. <laughs> Stop the sentences. Stop the sentences. Tweet it. Commas only. Tweet oh, it. Okay. Well, all right. Let's that. go ahead and get this one out of the way because we're already talking about no, the walk. No, no. Okay. We can't. And you brought up Netflix. I, oh, you did it. No, not the cutie See, movie. Now yes. He's, oh, now he's, man. He's mad again. So, so Netflix apologizes for inappropriate cuties poster they're like sorry we're creative following that a wasn't swift even a good apology <laughs> following a swift social media backlash <laughs> netflix has apologized for a poster advertising the movie cuties they need to apologize featured... to that person that they responded to that's who they need to apologize to <laughs> that featured young girls in scantily clad outfits while striking sexualized poses we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for cuties. It was not okay, nor was it representative of the French film, which premiered at Sundance. We've now updated the pictures and description, Netflix said in a statement. Cuties tells the story of 11-year-old Amy who joins a dance group called the Cuties at school with her friends. The film holds an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, and won the World Cinema Dramatic Directing Award at Sundance this year. Defenders of the film say the Netflix dramatically misrepresented the story's content with its poster. Nothing that the original French advertisements... Or, well, I... Noting, sorry, that the original French advertisements were very tame by comparison. Now, here's my thing on this. Here's my thing on this. I am not for... The poster that Netflix put out, it it looks really weird. But in all honesty, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the level with you guys. It looks like what a dance team poster would look like. Look, just look, being fair. How and many How many Rotten Tomatoes did it get? Eighty two percent. Fight Club got seventy nine. That's rough. <laughs> well, I don't go by Rotten Tomatoes anyways because they love terrible movies. And They're like, hate oh, great movies. This isn't in a language anyone speaks. That's right. 90. 90. <laughs> Toy but Story so 4, my, 3. My issue is they took these pictures from the movie and then just made them still images to make a poster. So the problem is not with the poster, but maybe the problem is with the content of the movie. And That's me. I don't understand why you have to make a movie about eleven-year-olds joining a dance group. There's, I don't know. I don't know why that has to be a thing. Why does that have to be a thing? It's, and, co- it's COVID's fault. If we were all working and doing normal stuff, we wouldn't be this bored and in our show holes, as y'all call them. And dance at large in these types of situations because this is what dance has become. And just last week, what did we talk about? How it was such an empowering thing, the WAP, and so on. And that's what these girls are seeing. That's what these dancers are imitating. And so that Don't is call what them dancers. And so that's what that's what they Performers. do. That's what it shows. And so there's this outrage over this poster. Again, not a fan of the poster. Think it's freaking creepy. Chad, I saw but, you hanging that thing up earlier. <laughs> but it's because there's this huge double standard of Praising it one week and then demeaning it the next. 
which is part of the problem. Hey, I'm just glad that enough people got upset about it that they that they changed did something. It. And we're I, like, oh no, women's rights. I mean, I'm, I'm like, for mm. it, but how about we just don't do the movie where the girls are dressed like that? Oh, no, Why uh, can't the dance team wear baggy sweatpants and <laughs> t-shirts? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was when we were growing up. That's right. Yeah, when you and Josh were on the dance team. That's right. Come on, come on, '90s hip hop. You never Make saw our back inner into thighs. This world. Tell you that uh, for sure. Oh. Uh, Baggy so Connor McGregor man. actually gave it a five star review. Connor McGregor gave cuties a five star review. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to read it to you? you know That's kind of creepy. You know how many times he's been punched in the head? <laughs> like. Okay, so, so here, here's here's his uh, his review of it. The perfect movie for influencing your daughter into being the egotistical thought at her local elementary school. I'm sure her teachers are going to love her new dance techniques, and she's going to present them to the class next week. See, She just got her first boyfriend because of the influence of this movie at the ripe age of eight. First sleepover at the boys' house tomorrow, too. Parenting has never been so easy. Good for you, Conor McGregor. <laughs> just... that, that was 13 hours ago. He just ripped that one a new one. He's like, well, Good grief. When you said five-star review, that was not where I thought it's out of that was It's out of 100 going. stars. <laughs> Actually, it was five out of five. He oh. is literally the only non-one-star review. So he did that for it to be noticed and yeah. for the comment to be read. I, I just think there's some things. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Aaron's about to, to shut off point, so we're going to have to get away from this. <laughs> but we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how things that we would have thought are so crazy, so far-fetched, kind of slide into the mainstream and become yeah. normal. And this is one of those things that... I, growing up, my sister did pageants, and so I kind of got to be on the inside of like the fake... like. Uh, beauty queen all that business i'm six years older than her so i would go to these pageants and i'm just like god this is so boring but some of the clothes that these girls would be trotted out there and i was just like um this is not okay Uh, i mean super uncomfortable and and so but that was still like uh, you're not gonna leave this room wearing that and now it's like i mean i see like girls who play volleyball that'll go to chick-fil-a after a game i'm like i'm these are, this is underwear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is <laughs> yes, not okay. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And the thing that bothers me are there's so many creeps out there that are just like, and just being weird, you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't like this. I and, agree. And now there's movies of it. So it's like, oh, you can just be weird in your house. And, and so I, it just makes me think of like, okay, these people were essentially attempting to make a Disney Channel original movie. That's what this is. It's the, the girl who's probably an outcast. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie and she joins this dance team to be a part of something bigger, blah, 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 blah. They win the championship. Everybody goes home happy, which I'm fine with that. Like I said, every She's Disney just channel working her way into friendship. Y'all <laughs> every Disney, <laughs> Disney. Oh, let's give our best titles. Aaron, you up for this? Okay. No, Aaron's all the way out. I don't know <laughs> you what triggered ended him, the episode with this. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Well, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. It is going to be okay. What's next? Oh, everything else is pretty lighthearted after that. No, I'm not talking about the oh. podcast. I'm talking about in the world, man. <laughs> 11-year-olds dancing inappropriately. I can't even say the twerking and 11-year-olds in the same, like, it just, I can't do that. 
Well, then don't say it. Well, I, but I'm saying that's like, not that's, anywhere near where I was gonna go. But that's what this is about. All I was going to say is it's just like every Disney Channel original movie, and they should have just stuck with that. But instead, they went this route, and that's what I'm getting at is this is not outside the norm. It's not like this movie was like, oh, how can we take it up a notch with their uniforms and the way that they dance? This is what dance class is. But And so the confusing part to me is how it's empowering in one moment and filthy and disgusting in the next. But again, it's not about the movie. It's about the poster. They don't care that they're like that in the movie yeah. and dancing like that in the movie, but for some reason it being the poster of the movie is what's offset uh, or off-putting to these people. Is that because it gives away, like it says, the quiet part out loud? So like you know up front what the movie essentially is for? or I don't know. Well, that's what makes me angry. Because I don't know why a movie like this has to be made. Yeah, which it is French. Well, and we'll just say uh, Europeans, they are... They be peeing. They... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I was going the same place. But, Josh I mean, and again, Casey like, are in elementary even school. Even when they did like high school musicals. Just like Disney the girls Channel, and cuties. Like, the cheerleading outfits that they wore weren't anything like that. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand why. That has to be a thing. I don't understand why they have to make outfits like that for girls that age that reveal so much. Like, I don't, I well, don't know. That, and that that's another thing. What about that outfit helps you dance better? Nothing. Don't look at me. I don't know. I've never worn one. <laughs> You've never worn one of those? No. <laughs> I mean, I got, Chad has. I got I got some running shorts that are a little short, but that's about it. That's, that's about it. That's the extent. I mean, I guess I could run with my shirt off and those shorts on and experience it. You'd come pretty close. You'll see me. It'll be the bright white streak running around. Mm. But for me, it's like the same thing as like when they do college gymnastics. Like, why do their uniforms have to be cut that way on the backside? Well, and yeah, all of gymnastics. Aerodynamics. Yeah. Yeah, you're wearing a bathing suit and jumping around in it. It's a, a very tight bathing suit, like uncomfortably tight. Yeah, right. I just don't understand. I don't know about like, y'all. I can but... understand it being tight because of all of the movements that they have to do. I just don't understand why for ladies it has to be so high cut in the back. Yeah, like you can see three quarters of each cheek. Hmm. That's. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Josh? That's like a cheek and a half. I mean, y'all are, y'all are just talking about how tight it, how tight the uh, bathing suits are, and I, I was just gonna say I don't know about y'all, but every bathing suit's tight on me. But well, we, you and I have a different problem in that area, Josh. Yeah, we're fat, juicy, That's obesity. Right. We thick, obesity. Two C's. <laughs> oh. Why did you do that to the Activia? <laughs> tune because, you know i i got i got some stuff going on in my gut maybe that activity uh, he needs some you know. he needs some probies down in there you know mm. all right so then we have some news from jack dorsey or we can go the route of drew barrymore i'm good with whatever as long as we get away from the cuties 
<laughs> Unless it's the oranges, and and in that case, I could eat a whole bag of cuties. You know I what? Love let's those let's go the Drew Barrymore All right, let's route. Do that. It's a little bit more lighthearted. So Drew Barrymore has an unusual wish uh, that she said she would like for her friends to do when she dies. Oh, is she on Make a Wish now? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it was inspired by famous pals of her late grandfather, acting legend John Barrymore. The Santa Clarita Diet star appeared Thursday on the internet series Hot Ones, where she confirmed the rumor that Hollywood icons Errol Flynn and W.C. Fields stole her granddad's corpse from the morgue so that they could enjoy one last party together. Yes, they did. And I will say this. I hope my friends do the same for me, said Barrymore. That is the kind of spirit I can get behind, she added. Just prop the old bag up. Let's get a few last rounds. I mean, Barrymore explained that she loved the idea of everyone having one last good time. I mean, Joe Diffie wrote an entire song about it, and nobody did it for him. So mm. prop me up. Good luck. <laughs> the jukebox. I didn't so, go to his funeral, but I don't think there are any jukeboxes there. So my question to you guys then is: first question, first of two, if someone were to do this with your corpse, what would you like them to do? To like steal my corpse? Yeah, like they how, your friends steal old, your corpse. How old am I when I die? Doesn't matter. It does matter. It does. Okay, pick one. I don't care. Well, I don't know. I, I need you to pick one. No, I can't. Like if I'm old. Yeah. Your friends I steal be, your corpse like, what's the to go do something body? with did it. I, did I get like ran over by a truck? No, you just like, died. Okay. You just died. You're in COVID. good health. You're in good condition. Obviously not. I died. <laughs> well, not good health. But you know, you, COVID. you're not missing body parts or anything. You haven't been run over. If I die from COVID, I want to be made into like a political ad. Okay. But I want to be like, <laughs> not COVID. <laughs> but if you died from COVID. It doesn't matter. They lie about it all the time. Yikes. This is Hot news takes. to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, your your friends steal your body after you die to go have one last hoorah. Where would you want them to take you and what would you want them to do? Um, I don't know. I've got a new answer. Take me to the Chick-fil-A mm. and stuff my body. <laughs> Full of nuggets. With chicken nuggets. Let's go. <laughs> And then take me into a field. He's about three party players. Strap me into a homemade rocket. Okay, here and we go. Launch me to the moon. <laughs> wow. Here we go. That's, That's what I'm talking I about. I want to go out to the ocean. Take me out there. Okay. You know, they talk about body surfing. I want them to legit body surf me, you know? <laughs> just see, oh, I just see like their arms just flapping around. <laughs> just, just saying. Surfing on body your surfing. body. Yeah. Okay. Body Josh. board. Body boarding. Uh, body. I, I want you, I want you, Chad, and the rest of the guys from the band to get me and play one last show. Just like I, obvi- obviously, my stuff will be tracked, but just, just, I want you to like weekend, weekend. No, at you're gonna me, have to mechanize him. Up. You have to take him and mechanize make, one arm. Yeah, make him look like the the show up there at the uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Oh, like the my. animatronics. That's terrifying <laughs> to think about. What do you want to do? I'm going to check you, Josh. Oh, he's going to greasy pizza you in <laughs> dirty games. <laughs> Wait, what? Either that or I want to be a pizza delivery driver again. <laughs> he's like, they throw like, him in the car, he's just sitting there. 
Yep. This pizza's cold. <laughs> Just a car parked outside the pizza place with the little car topper on it. Josh's dead body yep. inside. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh Maybe find a way gosh. to like make it remote control or something. Maybe get into a fight and like let someone think they k- literally killed me. Mm. Like just stand me up and let me take a punch and they're like, oh my god, that'd gosh. be pretty great. <laughs> I killed this man. <laughs> I mean, if I'm already dead. So outside of the obvious, which would be reenacting Weekend at Bernie's scene for scene, uh, <laughs> I would, I think, I would want my friends to take my body and somehow like make me a marionette mm. and prank people. Like I'm walking along and then <laughs> froom, just drop dead. Like walk into a store and froom, just fall it's over. It's literally going to take a team of people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like going to take a lot of folks. These aren't like wires that you can't see. It's going to have to yeah. be like... Or... It's going to be in a real dark room. <laughs> or or just... Oh, you could do your, your dream thing where... What's the... <gasps> That yes. could, yeah. That could my, play my out. Halloween uh, we'll just haunted voice, house dream. We'll just record you before you die doing your little voice thing. Yes. And then as you raise up, Michelle will be down there. But instead of <laughs> like a cord that opens up your jacket, it's just it's my real guy. Your real guy. <laughs> <laughs> just your tummy pops That's open tummy. and all your innards all fall your, out on the floor. Yeah, so your, so essentially, yeah. you're gonna Chuck E. Cheese me there too. No, we'll marionette like, you. We'd have to. But I'm saying, like, with my voice, it would be like a, like, hello, everybody, kind of deal going on, right? No, it would be a dark enough room that there's enough, your mouth on There's there. enough audio from the podcast that we can to cut together. together. Yeah. Stuff. Hey, anybody out up, there, start working on that. I mean, they walk into he, the he room. Just, what is up, you guys? I am dead. In, in that episode of the podcast where he described that dream, he said everything so i mean That's we've true. got it already spliced together so that audio in. i follow a streamer and he did one during one of his streams one time someone said that when he dies at his funeral they should play his outro music because he has this really specific mm. outro music and he was like oh he's like i'll do one final stream <laughs> just put this <laughs> webcam in the coffin as they lower me down oh my into the earth to just be a live stream of me dead in my coffin <laughs> Until the camera just Yeah, until dies. the camera just quits. I can't remember what comedian it was. It might have been Dane, Dane Cook. He said that his funeral, he wants him. It, it could not be Dane Cook, too. I can't remember. It was just a long time ago. But cut his head off and then bounce that thing around like a beach ball. And if it hits the ground, they got to start over. Like, I want my funeral to be a party. Oh, my gosh. It's lit. Ground, you, start over. you got that one person who's like, I'm not touching that head. <laughs> like, this is disgusting. I have one request for my funeral. Spread your ashes. No. Are you going to be cremated? No. No, don't do that to me. Put me in the ground. Whole body. Uh, or send me off like Viking Bye, funeral dude. style. I was, I was waiting for Chad to be like, <laughs> oh, could you put me on a boat and set it on fire? That's right. But I, I don't want to be one... cremated, but I do want to be on a boat that catches on fire in the water. I'll take that cremation, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, Cremation. My one, my one request for my funeral is that there be a, like a moment of silence, like super somber moment, followed by the playing of the greatest American hero theme song. Mm. And Hulk Hogan walks out? 
And that theme song is Look at What Happened to Me. I Can't Believe It Myself. Suddenly I'm on, on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. And that's why I want that song played. I mean, the song actually is a really good song, but it's just that line, it should have been somebody else. That's like my farewell to the world. That's what I that's want. That's like a middle finger to the world. <laughs> should have been all you guys, but it's, here I it, am. It's one last joke from Chad. What before. do you want to be remembered for, Chad? Let's go serious for a minute here. Well, then we would have to be very serious, and my, my answer would be very serious. Give it to me. What do you want to be remembered for? Okay. Well, oh, are we going for one specific thing or like an... Like, like in, it's on your tombstone. Like a well-rounded... Oh, shoot. Rip. Oh, okay. They <laughs> <laughs> still write that on tombstones. Oh, yeah. Not only around Halloween. Just no, R.I.P., mean, that's it. I mean, not just that, but people still put rip on their God, tombstones. so lazy. I mean, is they charge by the letter, right? I get it. I mean, I wouldn't do a whole lot. It would be like, rest so I.P. You, so is the question what I want to be remembered by, or is the question what I want on my tombstone? No, nah, well, I don't know. Whatever one's less serious. <laughs> well, definitely what you put on your is tombstone. Is it going to say Chad the granddad or something? I don't know. Be like... You, you used to say that you wanted life as a competition, and I won. Mm. But life is a competition. Everything you do is competition. I heard life is a highway. Well, they were wrong. I'm going to ride it all <laughs> night long. Is that what's going on here? I'm yours? so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know what's going to be on Aaron's because he can't get it out of his head. Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't it's you do it. It's a long neck, ice cold. Beer never broke his heart. <laughs> I sang that one day, and or no, I played it for him, and it's it, it won't leave his mind. He just randomly will can't. Start it's catchy. I'll be walking through the church <laughs> from the offices to the youth room, and then right about the time I hit the worship center. It's like it'll just pop into my brain. Just boom, and there then it is. Right out of my mouth. Long neck, ice cold beer, never broke my heart. And I'm like, stop it. This is the thorn in my side. It's too mm. good. This is this is the thorn. Okay, so are we this answering the, the question of what I, I don't care. I don't want to steal the thunder here. No, what would you want written on your tombstone? On my tombstone? I'm trying to think of like. We like can't go, what do you want to be? Or older, older Casey. Like, do I want to be respected or do I want to be loved, you know? We, we can't go, what do you want to be remembered by? Because all of our answers are going to be pretty similar and very serious. I mean, we can go there, but it just feels kind of cheap and to. easy. Cheap and easy? Yeah. Yeah, like easy, man. Mm, easy like Sunday morning. Mm, I mean, we're all Christians, and so the thing we want to be remembered by should all be pretty similar. That's why I think it's just like low-hanging fruit. I don't know about but that. But what do you want on your tombstone? <laughs> I, That's I like, a different First question. of all, I'd like a picture. A picture of you? Well, there could be a picture of someone else, I guess. That would be <gasps> real confusing. They walk up, they're like, oh, I thought it was white. Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know exactly what I want on it now. <laughs> I'm going to do a map to my real <laughs> burial site. <gasps> a treasure hunt? Yes! On See, my grandkids now would be like, oh... Papa or whatever they call me. I don't know. Now I'm conflicted because I had a really good one and then you said treasure map and Do you imagine? That is solid. Uh, could you imagine? Or it's even... just like coordinates and the coordinates are just the think middle about, of nowhere. Think about this. 
What are things people don't like to go to? Weddings, graduations, funerals. Let's make it exciting. First mm. of all, it's a mystery. If you make it, you get a treat. The treat is you get to be with my dead body one more time. <laughs> if you couldn't find me, find my tombstone. What? Yeah, man. Ah, here lies Casey. The treat is awesome. you get to be near my body one more time. Don't you have those people you meet and you're like, God, I gotta hang out with them again. Mm. That's how y'all are. That's why I keep coming back. Forget oh, is the podcast. That it? I just get to hang out with my friends. <laughs> Josh, I kind of get to hang out with you. You guys. I just assumed I was being excluded from that one. No, you're here in spirit and in, <laughs> and in voice and via the internet. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that one. See, the perfect one that popped in my head after you said the whole thing about putting a picture on there was the Spongebob episode with the guy who was actually buried. Smitty Werben, Jaegerman Jensen. And my tombstone would just say he was number one with a little picture of the... Was it a hat? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was a soda hat. He was number one. That's what... (laughs) With a picture of that soda hat. Like clip art from that scene or from that show smitty Warren jagerman jensen <laughs> that's right he was number one i'm gonna stick with treasure map treasure map is solid yeah there's no treasure josh what would go on your tombstone you know i've thought about this since we started talking about it and i've been kind of quiet as i've just I contemplated say, I've what i should say <laughs> and Man. i i think uh, that sounds good. good. We're not going to hold you so, to it. Let's just put so, that on there. I, I, I think I, mine would say good health is merely the slowest possible rate at which one can die. Mm. <laughs> That's really like, okay. Wow. That's what you want on your tombstone? They're like, well, this no, is- I'd, actually, I'd actually probably put if winning isn't everything, why do they keep score? Mm. That's, what I, that's what I say at Upward. Josh, what would I put on your tombstone? What would you put on my tombstone? Yep. Here, here lies Schmitty. Schmitty. That's that's it. That's it. I just put Chad yeah. the, the the Dagblad. Oh my gosh! No, Josh, on yours I would put here lies Josh Rhodes, and in quotations it would say, "I think I'm gonna take a nap." Mm. Mm. I would put here lies Chad the Dad, and then I'd put the shrug emoji, like maybe. Maybe not. He might not even be dead. You realize Chad the dad? Question mark. Yeah. Question mark. Shrug emoji. Dot, dot, dot. Here here lies Chad the dad. We got to make this believable. Mm. Mm. Okay, so. OJ did it. The second question from the Barrymore thing. Wait, what's his? What's. what's Oh, yeah, give yours. What would be on your tombstone? Fishing pole. Ripping lips. <laughs> no, it's. I, it, okay, I, I so swear it was I had, that big. If I had, I've thought a lot about this in the past. Oh, five minutes we've been talking about it. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> okay, Josh. This is a morbid group. <laughs> if in my wildest dream, I want a headstone shaped like a dinosaur, uh, or. What is that? That's, that must be my your child. Son. 
Oh, I was like, I started talking about death and the ghosts. <laughs> no, it's my Anyways. child having a nightmare. Or I just want a big block style headstone with like uh, airbrushed two wolves howling at the moon. I thought you were going to go Minecraft on us. <sighs> That's good. <laughs> I, like the, I like the airbrush yeah. specifically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then around i'm gonna go with that one because it would be easier for this next idea because i just wanted to say (laughs) i wanted to say my journey while my journey ends here yours begins and then there's buttons all over my tombstone that lead you to the national treasure Mm. i was hoping you're talking about like buttons for like shirts pants yeah that's where that's where my mind pick one and your journey begins here. Maybe it's a job that you've got to apply for. Maybe it's a scholarship that you're trying to get. Something like that. Your journey starts right here. Pick a button. Pick a button. I, didn't, you, I didn't know where you were going because my mind also went to like a pants button. I was like, wait, what? You've bedazzled his tomb. Eventually, you're going to have to get well, It does have airbrushed wolves howling in the moon on it. So and The moon is a giant button. <laughs> It's one that you would never use. (laughs) But no, like buttons that you push. And when you push it, a compartment opens. And it's got like... How big is this tomb? As big as you make it. You're paying for it. I'm dead. I'm not paying for it. (laughs) Not I, said the poor guy. You don't have to find my treasure. Which, I don't know where it's at. Although I also think it would be really cool to have a tombstone that looked like the old Star Wars packaging. Where it's like... It's like the Star Wars character in the Keener. little cellophane, and then you have the rest of the packaging. Yeah. Like, I want that on my tombstone, but me painting it like an action pose. I don't know what I'm Why holding. Why don't you just be... And then, yeah, and then my dead body in the glass, where the toy would be in the... You'd be like Han. I mean, being completely honest, I, I just want to be cremated and put in a Folgers can. Come on. Driven around countries. Mm. This country. This great country. Will I eventually take you on a road trip and accidentally mix you into a cup of coffee? Oh, gosh, that'd be disgusting. If you do, that'd be the greatest ever. <laughs> no. I'm like, this coffee's terrible. What yeah. movie like, was that? That was my friend. Was it called Road Trip? Uh, With Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr.? Yes. And he makes the coffee out of his dad? Was that Jamie Foxx? Was that where the... Was it the, who was at the house where he made the coffee? Pro- I think Jamie Foxx. That sounds so right. Funny. Great like have a Jeffers morning. A coffee filter. Boy. They're like shaking it back into the... <laughs> so, the second part of the Barrymore question was going to be, if a friend of yours died, so let's just say one of us dies, and you did that thing with their body, what would you do with it? Um, I would do what Drew's last name is. I would bury more. Okay. I'm not no, you have around, to take I'm it. I can't remember dead body. You have to take it and do something with it. I've right, always so wanted. I've I'm... always wanted to run over somebody. Like, just what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> not really, but I'm like, what's that like? Casey does drags the body <laughs> in the middle of the street, walks to his car, and just floors it. Oh, <laughs> uh, not really. But I'm like, I can't think of anything else that I'm like that would be fun. I would at least like. Use them as a crash test dummy in their own car. Mm. That'd be good. No, I, I'm getting Extra. a Yeti costume. 
I'm put I'm putting Chad in said Yeti costume and I'm posing him in the woods several <laughs> different places. I'm gonna freak some people out. Just for people to come by and you see could me. pose in that costume and like actually experience what people do. Speaking of the Yeti, new footage has been released supposedly of the Bigfoot. There's a live uh, webcam watching an eagle's nest. And in the background, you see a large, dark figure walk out. It pauses as though it's looking, like rummaging through things, and then it walks off. And it's supposed to be Bigfoot. You can look it up. Google it. Likelihood that Bigfoot's real, Chad. What is it? I've already been down this road like 95%. Aaron? I said 85%. Did we have this conversation? Sure. Yeah, remember we yeah. did the whole myths, myths and legends? Yes. We did the Loch Ness Monster and all that good stuff. I'm not sold. That might have been a week Casey was out. Yeah. Oh, it might have been. I'm like a... I'm like a f- Just like we missed your fast food. Gosh. Do you need that? No, not really. I feel like I, I feel well, like hey, go ahead and tell me. I feel me. like I'm late on an assignment <laughs> here. Oh, gosh. It's due. <laughs> Oh, to, to clear gosh. the air, I would not really want to. I don't really want to run over somebody. Like if I hit sure a if I hit an don't. animal, I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm be honest. If I run sure. over an animal, I'm more worried about my car than I am the creature. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's usually like a possum or a armadillo or something. Yeah. Cat. You hope. I'm just kidding. Boy, you hope it's not a deer. Oh no, that'll do some damage. Hmm. So I think I, I here's what I would do. What would you I'd take do? you to a, 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 a like a water park? Yeah, I've always wondered like what happens to that body if it does go off the side. Me and Chad oh almost found gosh. out. <laughs> what, Wild River Country? No, when we were in Texarkana on our mission trip, we both he and I they're like oh yeah double you... tube we tandem tubed down the fastest slide at the park. And then they're like you you guys are like right at the weight. I think it'll be fine. No, yeah, the girl that. told us that we were over, and she was like, eh, but you should be good. Yeah, she yeah. goes, you should be okay. Should be. We were almost not okay. Yeah. Where you're like, we oh, shot look. out. You're like, look, this part of the slide's dry. Why is that? Why are we touching it? No, not even kidding. We rooster-tailed in the part that you're supposed to slow down at and did not slow down. <laughs> we shot out of that thing like a rocket, and the end was coming. And the only thing that saved us was Aaron put his feet down and we hit the freaking wall at the end and almost went over it. If he wouldn't have put his feet down, we would have been in the fence at the end. Let me clear that up. I didn't put them down, stuck them out. That's right. And absorbed and the, the impact into my Okay, knees. But you weren't like <laughs> thrown off the wall like to your death. We no, almost no, no. were. We, if he wouldn't have put his feet out, we would have gone over it immediately into a chain link fence. How, but you wouldn't have like a far drop? No, 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 okay. no. Not like going off the side at the top of... Katie and I rode something at Hurricane Harbor. And we got to like a part where I was like, um, I'm sorry. This has not been touched by a raft before. And they're like, oh, you're good. You're fine. You're good. I'm like, literally, my foot was hanging out of the slide. Yeah. Katie's like, never again. We're not yep, doing that. Not doing it. Well, the girl at the bottom of this slide looked at us and she, she like her eyes were just as big as could be. She's like, she my, said, my, I'm going to do that. They weren't supposed to let you do that. We're like, well, no. She's like the manager joke. of the girl. They're just lost your job. 
<laughs> yes. She's like, uh, Elizabeth, can you come down Need here? Needed to lose her job. We almost, I mean, it was intense when we were approaching the end and we were not <laughs> They're like, the weight limit's 200. You guys look fine. <laughs> yes. Chad's well, like, no. uh, I'm over 200. I think the weight limit was four. And I, at the time, weighed 320. Aaron, probably about 230. Probably more than 75. So we were Boy. killing the what? weight limit. We're almost at six bills now. <laughs> oh man, yeah we we came real close. However, I did on the show the Misery Index with the guys from Impractical Jokers. One of the videos recently was a guy. He like is at the top of the slide. He goes into like one of the. It's like the first or second curve, and whoop goes over the side uh-uh. into the trees and disappears. Uh-uh. I'm just like. Oh my god. That's one of my worst fears in life. You know how they have you cross your feet oh, yeah. and then cross your arms, oh, especially yeah. on like those ones that drop straight down. That's my fear is that for some reason my legs will separate and I will like catch air and come off of the slide. They used to at, Wild, at Wild River Country, they used to have a ride called the Lightning Bolt and they took it out. It was if you're familiar with this water park, there's the river rapids that have always been there yeah and they've got all those new slides but there was a slide that was like 60 feet tall yeah it was literally just a straight drop and my dad would ride this and one time it ripped the seam, like the seam of his shorts like going down and he was going so because fast because you're cooking yeah Did, oh yeah have i told the story on here of the time i tried to ride the one that drops you and you go through the loop and you got stuck in the loop yeah no 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 i didn't get stuck in the loop oh no Okay, I get to the top. Again, I am heavy. But at this time, I was only like, I was right at 300 pounds. And so I get up to the top, and I look at the girl, and I'm like, hey, this thing says the weight limit is 300. I am right at 300. Like, I weighed yesterday. I was like... Like, it's a wrestling match. He's like cutting weight before the water park. (laughs) I was like... Is this That's like how a su- big guys got to do it, Casey? That's right. Hey, man. I was like, is this like a suggestion or is the actual limit like 350, but you know, you have to like the ladders cut it off? Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, no, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay, cool. And so she I probably get in weighs this like thing. 104 pounds. Yeah. And it's one of these where the thing closes on you and you're standing on it and it counts down. And when it gets to zero, it drops you. You go straight down into a loop and then end on the flat part that opens up and supposed to slow down. So I'm standing there and the thing goes three, two, one, and nothing happened. And I'm standing there like, uh, are we going? And so she looks at me. Does like a double take back at her control panel, looking at me, <laughs> and nothing is happening. And I'm standing there, legs crossed, arms crossed, staring at her. There's a crowd of people at the top looking me in the face, waiting for me to go. And I'm like, are we going or what? And the girl's like, um, hold on. And I'm like, okay. Am I holding on like... Hey, hold on, I'm going to do this thing and it's going to drop you? Or am I holding on like, hey, 
probably not going to go. You're getting out. And she doesn't say anything. She has to call somebody on the walkie talkie. They have to get somebody up there. They do this like nuclear launch code, like double key turn thing. Never tell me what's going to happen. I'm sitting in there like, am I dropping or not? <laughs> Legs still crossed. Yes. Arms Legs still, still crossed. crossed. Arms still crossed. You haven't moved at all. Ten minutes later, they finally get me out of the tube, and I had to walk back down. Oh, the shame. walk of shame. It was terrible. You're like, I wasn't scared. The thing's broken. Yeah, I'm like, they're, I would have gone. Yeah, you're explaining to everybody on the way down. I really was. I was, it was totally fine. While you're walking down. You're like, well, oh, and then the very next kid was so light that he got stuck in the loop. <laughs> and, and apparently when you get stuck in the loop, you have to like wash you like come down, but you have to like go out like an escape door kind oh of thing. Oh my gosh. I was like, dude, where is this, this water ride, park at? That was Wild River Country. They have a tube? Like yeah. That? We went, well, it was when I was the interim, so about three I years ago. I haven't, I haven't been probably yeah. 10 years. Yeah, no. It was one of the worst experiences ever because <laughs> she wouldn't tell me. I'm yeah. sitting there like, am I dropping? Are you, or am are you, I getting out? Or you like go to take a foot out and you got half on, half off, and exactly. they drop you. Exactly. <laughs> like if I relax now my body, going, are you about to drop me and I'm going to go ping-ponging going, through this tube? <laughs> you're going down like Gumby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just I just don't do water parks. Like, it, it, it's just too sketchy. There is a certain... Because, because um, they've got things like that. I'll tell you what, I'm more confident on my own but than I am a raft like inner tubes and stuff I'm just like I can't control this thing mm. at least my body I can I can touch the dry parts and you know like <laughs> I, I got a little governor here put the brakes on but I can't stop those rafts especially when it's like four people on it you're like yeah we're, yeah. we're going well, there was no stopping me and Chad like those big ones where you put like seven people yeah. in it and you're sitting in a circle staring at each yeah, other. I mean, like campers are smaller Boy, than these things. Those things, when they get up on and the that's sides, death. I'm like, okay, we're about to flip over, and I am coming down on top of that child across the tube from me. No, I'm just like, well, we're gonna die because yeah. we're all strapped in. We this, can't get out. this is like a freaking 15 foot fall. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just uncomfortable, and you're not strapped in. No, it's hold on to these sewn on handles on the side. Oh, no, the ones that I've been in at the Disney World, you're all strapped in. Oh, no, like straight up water park. It's this big inner tube, and you just reach around the outsides and grab the handles, and that's your harness. That sounds terrible. I'm not not counting like Disney and things like that in my blanket water park statement. I'm counting like local Arkansas water park. Yeah, or any state water park. Yeah. One that isn't like... I just use the state I live in. You remember, so... When we were in Texarkana, that water park had a slide where, like, you got in it and it had the bar that you could, like, swing yourself into the slide on. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't trust a water park in Texarkana. But, (laughs) so, like, I did it, but I apparently swung too hard and swung out over the slide and came down, like, the middle of it where you're, like, the fall. And I was going so fast. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, so our last topic for the night. Let's go ahead and get this one underway, and we'll see where it leaves us. The Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey, 
donates $10 million to Ibram Kendi's Center for Anti-Racist Research. The Center for Anti-Racist Research at Boston University, launched in June by its director, Ibram Kendi. Boston University announced the substantial donation in a press release issued on Friday. Kendi said the donation given with no strings attached, that's in quotes, uh, would be, quote, transformative to the newly founded center. One million will go toward immediate use, while nine million will be placed in the center's endowment. I'm sure it will. I'm elated. Was that you? Was that you commenting on that? Yeah, that was the, that oh, was my okay. commentary. Sorry. Qu- Ch- open quotes. I'm sure it will. Close quotes. Chad McNulty. Uh, I'm elated. Kendi said in the release, "You want something. You work for something." You think something could be transformative, like a major gift to the center, but you never know when you're going to receive it. For Jack to commit to us and trust us and invest in us, I'm still coming to grips with it. Kendi also celebrated the gift on Twitter, saying, Racism is a juggernaut. Racist police, or I'm sorry, policies, plus ideas are ubiquitous. We need juggernauts combating racism. We need the ubiquity of anti-racist research, policy, innovation, narrative change, and activism. Thanks, at Jack, for supporting the anti-racist center. So many racial justice orgs. You should. He should. They should talk to Steve Bannon about what you do with that extra money. Oh man! And find out. Yeah. That nine million, you might want to endow and just go ahead and earmark that for something and yeah, get it, no get joke. it used. You that, definitely that money definitely laying around will get that you in trouble. Sitting around, but so <laughs> my I found qu- these nine million dollars. My question then is, what what is the research? Well, I think you just identify racist people. Is that the research? That's well, cost money. It, you got to eat meals. It's more than that. Um, Kendi proposed a constitutional amendment that would prohibit racism. Um and what? So basically, that'll work just like don't kill people. Oh wait, he he's, he wants to create these like racism police, basically. Oh yeah, that would be like all powerful, like more powerful than all public officials because what they happens? Be like, no, what you what, what hap- you just said was racist. What happens if a race racism police officer kills a black person? What are we gonna do? Ooh. Or what if a racist police so, officer is racist? <laughs> or the racism police is racist? And well, what races so, get to be racism police? So I mean, that's going to have to be like a mixed person. <laughs> like, you can't let it be a white guy. But it can't be We're like have a... have to genetically engineer that Yeah, it's got to be robots. <laughs> Maybe we should get Elon Musk on this, too. He'd probably throw some Drones. Ass. Joe Biden. Well, basically, Joe Biden just said tonight though that he's going to end racism, so we don't have to worry about it. Mm. I don't. He's got some secret. I think he's got cancer cured too. He's just holding out. To me, this just eliminates freedom of speech. Well, uh, well, yeah, for sure. Any constitutional, or uh, I mean, that would be anti-constitutional, but any amendment limit limiting what someone can and cannot believe or feel or think or say is unconstitutional. 
And I'm not there saying is... I'm for racists. I'm obviously not. Oh, no, definitely but not. But you have the right to do or to believe whatever you want to believe and say whatever you want to say. And if that ends up with you being uh, ostracized, well, that's on you. Like, it, it's like if I have a store and in my store, I don't allow anyone under six feet tall. Okay. Just that's my thing. But you allow yourself. Huh? But you allow yourself. He doesn't allow anyone under, under six feet tall. Oh, I thought you said over. No, I don't allow anyone in my store under six feet tall. Okay. Well, if I get boycotted and people stop coming to my store because they realize I'm a jerk, that's on me. And that's the whole point of this thing. This, that's what freedom of speech essentially does is if you are a bad person, you will it, it will be brought out. People will know that you are a bad person. And when you end up lonely, that's on you. But to force people to be good people has the exact opposite effect. In the same way, like Casey said, that'll work about the same as saying, Murder is illegal. Mm-hmm. It's same way with the uh, prohibition when they said alcohol is illegal. Guess what? People, if they want to do it, they are going to do it. Well, and, and uh, like I, I understand what Ibram Kendi's trying to do, and I get that. I would love for us to be like, hey, here's the formula to end racism. That would be incredible. The only problem is if you read his book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, um, and I've I've seen parts of it. This it's a. Anyways, um, it's coming with a biased approach, and so as you look at that, there's a there's a lean on this to that. It's almost like you have to overdo it in one area. So think about it like for me as a Caucasian male to say, well, don't be racist. That's going to be different coming from me than it is because I've experienced racism very differently than someone who's African-American. Mm. And so what has happened is you you cannot get a fair crack at this because the way racism is perceived by different races and cultures and things like that is completely different. Yeah. And so I think about all this. I think that, I mean, great for the CEO, the, the Twitter CEO to donate money. That's fine. Do what you want to do, um, but I think like like you were saying, like what's the research? Um, I, I think it's just we know there's a problem. I I don't know. I mean, and, and Aaron, like, what do you think as far as like we know what it is? It's not like we can have some vaccine where it's like if you get this medicine, yeah. you won't be a racist or you know. It, it's and then people are like, well, you need to be more aware and and woke and things like the that. The only thing that comes to mind, I think, the remedy is to stop with the like force collective. It. Well, just the collective grouping yeah. of people. Like mm-hmm. growing up, I was always taught, you know, be who you are, be an individual. But the first thing everybody wants to do nowadays is assign you to some group, yeah, and, and label you, you know, with whatever group. And I was watching a video the other day. I think Shapiro did it or somebody on Frigger U. But depending on how many victim groups you fall into. Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> determines how much more power you have in society. Identity politics. I, that's what, yeah, yeah. identity, uh, uh, all that kind of stuff. And so, anyways, I think that's what uh, that's the that's the remedy. That's the remedy. Stop grouping people. Well, not, I mean, and I'm not saying don't be, you know, don't be not proud of your race or don't be not proud of your culture, but teach people once again to look at each other as individuals regardless of the color yeah. of their skin or, or anything like that and value each individual person for yes. who they are how they think what they believe and and make your judgments based on that but because we have identity politics now where everyone is placed into victim groups and depending on how many victim groups you fall into it depends on how much power you have and how much you know? How much more your word counts against somebody else's word? Like, that's the issue, in my opinion, because every every Thursday, for the past I don't know, two weeks or so, I go to the gas station, I get my donut sticks, I get my cherry coke, and there's always an African American guy behind the counter, mm-hmm. and me and him are friends. I see him every Thursday. He's like, you here for your snacks? Yeah, man, here for my snacks. And we've talked COVID stuff before. We've talked, I mean, you know, it's brief little conversations, but COVID stuff, you know, if you need it. He was telling me one day how to get uh, even more stimulus money and things like that. Like, we have genuine conversations with each other. And we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> that's right next week's podcast tune in but it's just because he looks at me as an individual yeah I look at him as an individual and we have bonded over the fact that I come in there every week to get snacks and he sells them to me like that's that. that's it that's all it is absolutely but it's you know like, well, and it's and it's never it's never a forced thing that's yeah. what I like for me and I feel like we're all in this same boat I don't I don't form my relationships based upon how it makes me look or anything like that my relationships are based on people that i interact with people that i do life with and are surrounded by it doesn't matter what color you are it doesn't matter where you're from like for me i don't care if if you're black white brown purple whatever like i'm i'm going to live my life and i'm going to treat you as i would treat anybody else and it's so frustrating because it's like, well, how to be an anti-racist and how to do this. And it's like, you know, for me, it's not a problem. Yeah. It's not It's not a problem for me to see the guy at the gas station and just have a conversation with him. It's not a problem for me to, to go to Little Rock and do something and just exist. I, right. I don't – and it's, it's what has happened in this short time period. It's almost like this self-imposed guilt, and I'm just like – I'm not doing anything to add to this problem. Yeah. Well, and but, that's but I'm being made felt like well, you got to do more. And right. even just the idea of how to be an anti-racist. That's the majority of the country. Yeah. The majority of the country is anti-racist. Mm-hmm. The only thing that can that comes to mind for me when we talk about anti-racist research is like you're talking about like hooking people up to electrodes and shocking them until they're not racist yeah. anymore or something like the the idea of anti-racist that they're trying to drive 
is not just that I am against racism, would never propagate racism, and don't know anyone that would. And if I did come into contact with a racist, I personally would have a con would have a conversation with that person about their racism. Yeah. But this idea of anti-racism is that I should actively be out there looking for racists ready to punch them in the face right. and bring them to justice. Mind your P's and Q's. Just worry about you. Well, like. And that's the thing. I don't, even from the beginning, like dealt with some uh, prejudices and stuff that I had, which I think was good. I think it was good for everybody to realize and dwell on and think about. But it's not like now, because of the identity thing, the identity politics, like Casey said, like sometimes I get nervous now yeah. talking to people because I'm like, oh, am I going to say something offensive? Like, how are they going to take this? Whatever. How are how I do just, they and, portray and, what I'm saying to right, them? Because now I'm not just yeah. speaking to a person. I'm speaking to a group of people. Yes. And I'm also representing a group of people. Yes. And that's not true. That is not true. The truth is, I'm an individual addressing an individual, and that is where you're going to find the solution. Is when you stop going, they're viewing me as someone representing my race, and I'm talking to them as someone who's representing their race, and so not none of that is coming into play. None of that's coming into play at that point. What's coming into play at that point is I am talking to a person of a different race who has different thoughts and beliefs than me, and I need to value them for that and then treat them well because of it. Well, and that, yeah, I mean, that points to something else as well. Everyone that you interact with that you don't know personally, regardless of their race, comes from a different background. Yeah. Has different beliefs. Yeah. Has a different thought process yeah. and different experiences. So it, <laughs> the, the race almost doesn't even come into the picture but isn't really a factor but the but the thing is is that it's the thing that everybody can see yes it's it's what you can blame that on yeah and you can say well you treated me like this because of that yeah and it's it for me it's a cop out it's 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 frustrating and i'm not saying that racism is not real does not that's not what i'm saying because maybe that person is just a jerk that's the reality. Like maybe they're just a big old beehole. Oh, yeah, it's not. I don't like you because your skin color. I just don't like you. You know, right. like, yeah. that's an option. Yeah, it was. I don't know if that's an option. Not. Anymore. It's not, not anymore. Here, here's no. what I gotta say. These these cops. I'm intrigued. Do they get guns? Do they have handcuffs and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Sign me up. All, all I, I'm I'm ready. You're yeah, gonna man. be the racism sure, police. Not? I'll help out. Yeah, I'll be like, you know what? It's what gonna be okay. What does that even look like? Free to go. We want to the like anti-racism police is the Did most racist the thing I've uniforms? ever heard. Like, what's the uniform look like? We'll design them. Oh my gosh! No, I'm saying like that people already want to defund the regular police. Well, because they're gonna fund the where does the this anti-racism police the and what the do ARPs? They, I just, I, I just hope their uniforms look like uh, what khaki Vance used to wear. Just a solid khaki uniform. Just like full khaki jumpsuit. Yes, but khaki shoes, khaki belt, (laughs) name name tattoo on their left forearm. In case they forget. In case they forget, Chad. But I mean, Jason. What? What are they doing when they're not fighting racism? That's all they. That's all they do. Thinking about fighting racism. 
racism. When you sign up, period, twenty four seven. You are constantly fighting racism. We got nine. We got nine million dollars. We can figure it out. We nine million. That is not enough. We'll just (laughs) ask people to donate. It's fine. I mean, like, doesn't it? That to me sounds like the most racist thing. Yeah. Because right, the problem is right now, racism in our country goes one way, and it's or it's perceived to go one way from white people to everyone else. Yes. And so if you have an anti-racism police it's an anti-white police it's an anti-white police which again the basis of racism is thinking that your one race is better than any other race that's racism and so now you have just created the ultimate racism police force like that's what you've done you've you've become the very thing you sought to destroy like that's that's, right absolutely it's that whole backwards thing we were talking about last week the thing that you are saying you are fighting for you are doing the exact opposite yeah I just loved Morgan Freeman, greatest interview about racism ever. Mm -hmm. And my favorite line, they ask him what should be done about racism. He says, stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. When you speak of it, you you give it time, you give it a name, you put it out there. If we stop talking about it, it ceases to exist. When you talk about it, it's looked for, it's sought out. Has yes. he made any big comments in the middle of all this? No. no. You know yeah. why? Because he's not talking about it. That's right. I'm sorry. First rule of racism we started is talking you don't about talk about, about racism. I just broke my own rule then. 79% on the Rotten Tomatoes. The Not Talking About Racism movie. Oh, I thought you were like going to say Club. 79% of the time it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was going back to Fight Club and the Rotten Tomatoes. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for us. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode if you did please like share subscribe leave a review if you are listening on apple podcasts subscribe if you are listening on spotify follow if you are offended subscribe yes please we will unoffend next week (laughs) that's right and then you can dm us on our instagram and we'll answer all of your deep meaningful questions and we will solve all of your problems easy All right, we're going to get out of here. I am Chad the Dad. I'm still bringing the dad back. I'm still Casey Winstead. I'm Josh. Keep the dream alive. Hit the snooze button. And we're out. Peace. The last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on my list.